Everybody and welcome to episode 15 of the Co-op Zone. I am Dane Alexander along with Alec Batoski. And uh, today was a good day, guys. It was a good day. PS5. Official. We've seen it. We know what it looks like. We have a gist of what the launch lineup sort of looks like. Uh, and we're going to get all into all things PS5. Um, we're recording this about, what is it, like five hours or so after uh, the live stream has ended. Uh, I watched it live. I think, Alec, uh, you caught up on some stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch it live, but I was seeing some of the games that were being announced um, through IGN. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to dive uh, full head into that. Full Full head? Full, 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 full penis. Uh, <laughs> head of the penis. We're gonna, we're gonna put the whole head. Of, we're gonna put the whole head of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna have it dive right in, boys. Um, <laughs> <It's just laughs> or, or people, not boys. Definitely not boys. It's, it's not, it's not diving into boys. At least, at least mine's not. I know that. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to dive uh, right into that, um, but first, uh, Alex got a little story, completely uh, not PlayStation 5 related, um, but just go for it. Yeah, so I, I was trying to plan on leaving work early today. I was super busy because freaking yesterday, right before I left, somebody managed to hack my email at work. Ooh. And uh, they sent a mass email to everybody I've ever emailed to, telling them to click on a link and download something. Ooh, and so did you send all of them an email saying, do not click on that? Yeah, so I had to send a mass email, but it was like, we got maybe 20 to 30 calls from people saying, where's my proposed uh, settlement? Because that's what I said, here's your attached settlement offer from the opposing side like they made it seem like it oh was no actually did me. it ask for a social security number no thankfully it just asked for an email address oh thank god i was gonna be like that would have sucked we would have gone sued probably really bad yeah dude <laughs> so luckily it was just an email address um so jeez that could have been really bad, bad. yeah that would have uh, been a straight up class action lawsuit with all the people that you emailed <laughs> Did you give out your social security number on the email that was sent to you by E. Batoski? <laughs> if so, so, call this number dude. below. You're entitled to a check for $77,000. <laughs> so yesterday was terrible. And then after it was all fixed, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to get out of here before things get worse. And then today I was still kind of cleaning up my, the mess and catching up with work. But, uh, yeah, don't don't get hacked. Try avoid it. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Did uh did you change your password? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, well, no, just just have them up, uh, like, dude, even just have them apply a new email to you, or would that be too complicated? No, with current that'd customers? be too much. Yeah. Uh, I would try to just get all the way away from that as I could, but yeah, that yeah, sucks. Change the password. Do you have a two uh, two way authentication? No, I don't know. What, um, like our two factor authentication, like whenever you log in on a new device, it'll also send you like a code on your phone or something like that to type in. No. See if there's a way to do that or ask whoever like runs that. If there's a way to like add like an extra security layer in, cause that way, like if they hacked it and like were able to recover your password or something to get into it, it would still have to like send you your uh, text and then you'd have to enter the code. So then it stops them from being able to get past that screen. Because they don't have right, access yeah, to your that's phone. That's a good idea. Yeah, I just did that with my Switch account because Nintendo has been getting uh, tons of people hacking uh, or getting their Nintendo IDs hacked. I think they're over like three hundred thousand now have been hacked. Um, so they they sent out like a, a notification to people's Switches. I think like a month ago or so, saying like go to you know our website and activate two. Um, why do I keep forgetting the name? The the two uh, two way identification, whatever it is, uh, two factor two factor identification. Um, so I did that. Uh, the only annoying thing is that it doesn't send you a text or anything. You have to download the Google Authentication app. Oh. So every time you log into your Nintendo account, you then have to open up the the Google app and then enter the code. Which isn't you know that big of a thing. It's not like you're logging into it all the time, but it's an extra right. step to make sure that someone doesn't eventually log in. And again, because all of your like your play hours and game profiles and stuff are saved to that, and your like cloud saves and stuff, like it's kind of a big deal if you get hacked. So, uh, if anyone hasn't done that yet, I'd recommend uh, logging into your Nintendo account um, online and then going to security and then doing the two-factor authentication and uh, and setting that up it's annoying that you have to use a separate app but it's not that big of a deal because you're probably rarely logging into it uh, but it keeps you safe um anything else no that's pretty much it work fucking suck <laughs> yeah that's scary dude yeah hackers suck yeah i mean the occasional thing that i'll get is just like an email from like ethan but it's not ethan <laughs> and it's weird because it's like a random email that isn't even Ethan, but it just like makes the contact name Ethan. Right. You know, like somehow they find people or like names of people that you've emailed previously or something and they just stick the name there. I don't know. It's weird. I think my Twitter got hacked a couple weeks ago because somebody posted Ray-Bans like get 95% off these Ray-Bans. And I'm like, oh, dude, that was always so annoying. This is EB News. Get out of here. <laughs> or, dude, like when you open up Instagram, this used to happen way more often, but they've cracked down on it a lot. You'd open up and you see that you're tagged in a picture. Oh, my God. And then you're just like tagged with like a million other people on like a, it's usually what would be like a Ray Ban thing. <laughs> thank thank God, like you could actually like remove your tag on those, though. So then you wouldn't yeah. have to be there with all those notifications and then it doesn't fill up your Are people going, is this profile. real? Yeah. <laughs> it's obnoxious. Uh, anyways, uh, today, today is about, uh, all things PlayStation five. 
Uh, yeah, so, I should have. So let's, let's jump into PlayStation Five. Um, yeah. So, how much did you see? Because the the, uh, the whole the whole sh- uh, stream was about um, an hour and fifteen minutes or so. I watched somebody kind of give an overview of it. So, who do you watch? Uh, Boogie two nine eight eight. Okay. How's he doing? Um, I haven't watched him in a in a while. I know he got divorced. Dude, it it sucks because it's like half of it's him being sorry for himself and like just I feel like complaining. And like I kind of feel bad for the guy, but at the same time I feel like he did it to himself. Um there was a lot of controversy on stuff he did on Twitch and stuff about the divorce. Um, no, he was just kind of like just weird doing weird stuff. Um and to be fair, that's saying, how he got popular. Yeah, exactly. Except it was in, it was him in real life, not his persona. Mm. And people were realizing that his persona was actually kind of how he was in real life. Like random uh, like anger streaks and stuff? Yeah, and just very odd random stuff that he says and does. Mainly what he says. Hmm. Sometimes he says things that he probably shouldn't say. Because I, I always thought he was known as a pretty nice and genuine guy for the most part. Yeah, he portrayed himself that way. And I think he is generally a nice guy. I just think sometimes he just runs his mouth. Uh-huh. Um, and then he it's did just lose him a lot kind of, of feeling though. bad that for was good. Yeah, he got surgery. Um, but the only content I like from him now is whenever he does video game stuff. I actually like listening to him when he talks about video games because he's a, a pretty informative guy in the video game community. Yeah. I think he got a, uh, an award at the Game Awards a few years ago or four years ago or so for like best like, like content, creator content creator or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but but I got the general gist and there were I saw a lot of video game stuff and I saw the actual system. Which what, what should we start off first, games or system? Okay, so I want to do system first, but I just want to say like right off the bat, I thought overall it was a it was a good show. Oh. I think it was exactly what we would want to see at E3. Yeah. Like, if there was an E3, that is how you put on a show. I don't... even know it was a really show. There are some things... I don't know how the actual show was. Yeah. Um, there were some things that I w- wish that they would have mentioned that we still didn't really get any answers on. Um, I agree. We'll get into that as well. Uh, but overall, I thought the show was good. I didn't think that there were any major surprises uh besides like the first one of spider-man i think that was kind of a surprise in the sense of like the fact that it's miles morales not necessarily that it's another spider-man i think that was surprising that oh it's not just spider-man 2 continuing like peter parker's story from the first spider-man game um but that it's like a whole new like okay now you're playing as miles morales type of thing um Besides that, it, I, I wasn't like, there, there weren't a ton of like, oh my God moments, but there were some very good moments. Like, I don't think there was a single moment where like my jaw was on the floor where I was like, oh my God, no way. Right. Like even the horizon, right. uh, zero dawn or not zero dawn is, a um, I'm just going to say horizon two, uh, horizon two, um, 
trailer looked amazing. It looks super good. Um, and we, we already talked about this. I 100% of the game. I love that game. I can't wait for that game. Um, but it, it didn't, I don't know. Like you saw it, it coming. Looked, yeah, yeah. But I so think the, that, that's like, what I meant. The, the trailer looked incredible. I'm not putting the trailer down in any way. But like, I kind of assumed that like, okay, this is where they're going to show it. Like, I, I kind of anticipated that coming. And there was nothing here where it was like, okay, I didn't see that coming this time from Sony. That's all. I, I didn't see anything where I was just like, oh my God, I had no idea that that was happening. I think it depends because I was watching Philip DeFranco before I started watching uh, Boogie. And he was just like, if you guys haven't seen it, like watch the PlayStation 5 video. And like, he was blown away that they announced it. Like he didn't know anything about it. And so I think it kind of depends if you're like the really PS5 into the gaming. in general or like the no, whole no, no, event. not the PS5, the Horizon. Oh, because oh. that was one of his favorite games that he's played in okay. probably this generation. And so he's really pumped about the second one. Um, but but everyone really knew the second it. one was coming. We didn't know for sure it was going to be at this event. But like I kind right. of assumed that if there's when you're looking at their lineup of games that they have. And you're looking at the time frames of when the last games in those series were released and stuff. To me, it seemed like the most sense that like their big showing game is going to be Horizon 2. So that's what, and, and I said this on our last podcast, like I kind of assumed that that's what it was going to be. So it didn't hit me as a big surprise because it, was, it wasn't like in the beginning, right? Where like it shows the Rockstar logo and people are like, holy crap, are they about to show GTA 6? Like that would have been nuts, but no... It was GTA uh, 5 and GTA, and them just announcing that it's coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Right. So I like that it. would have been a mind-blowing thing where you're like, holy crap, I didn't, there's no way this is coming. God of War. God of War would have done that to me. But again, because well, like, I think it's way too early. But there also could have been something new. Exclusive. Like when Xbox does their presentation, you're not going to be blown away when you see a Halo. Like you're expecting a Halo. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say you're expect. Eh. It's kind of the same as Nintendo. Like when you see it, when E three comes every year, you're expecting Mario or Zelda at some point. Like you're never really blown away. Like you shouldn't be surprised that they announce a new Mario Zelda game. Like what else would they announce every year? Well, that's not true. Like no one's Metroid. Under the hand, the reason why we no were one so saw Breath of the Wild two coming because I mean I don't think nobody saw it coming. No one saw it coming at that time, and no one thought that at they that were going to do a direct sequel. So like when I mean, that when that dropped, like it kind of blew people's minds. They're like, "Holy crap!" Like I wasn't that shocked. I kind of thought that they would do a sequel. You haven't, even, so you haven't good. even finished the first one, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know how it ends. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I, 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 I'm not putting down the trailer in any way, and I'm, I'm unbelievably pumped for that game. I don't know if this kid's just coming across wrong, but I'm unbelievably hyped for that game, and I'm 100% going to get it. I'm not yeah. trying to put down the game in any way. And again, I think I would have to agree that there wasn't anything that kind of blew my way, blew me away. I think the only thing that I was hoping to see that would have blown me away was the God of War two uh, trailer, which we didn't get. 
Yeah, um, and, and that's what I was saying, but, but I think that's fine because it's that's going to be next year's E3 timeline tra- uh, trailer. I guarantee you. Uh, next year, they're going to show God of War probably. There was one thing that they dropped that got me super excited that I kind of thought they were going to do, but at the same time, I thought it was a fantasy. I think it was probably what most people were kind of like super pumped about if you're a fan of the series, but Demon Souls. Yeah. Well, dude, there were rumors going around of people saying, what's uh, Blue Point? Blue Point, right? Yeah. That's working on it. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of rumors of people going, what's Blue Point been working on? And I think most people assumed that it was Demon Souls, whether or not it was like remaking Demon Souls or making Demon Souls 2 or whatever. Um, no one was really sure. But now now it's official. It's a full, complete remake of Demon I think that Souls. was a big surprise. Yeah, because we were all, uh, most of the community thought it was the, we were expecting a remaster at some point. Well, I feel like it makes sense for this one because it's old, right? This came out on PS2? Or was it PS3? No, PS3. But like in the very beginning of this PS3 cycle. Yeah, so like I'm sure if you went back and looked at that game, I'm sure it does not look good. No, it looks like Play-Doh. Yeah. So like that makes sense for them to like want to focus on this and especially now like they can easily cash in on this because Dark Souls and like Bloodborne and Sekiro and everything has become so big that they can easily cash in on this. So like if you just make this look really really nice and you say, "Hey, it's just like Dark Souls because it's literally what led into Dark Souls," then like people are just going to eat that up. And I'm sure because I mean, it's my favorite Souls game. Yeah, and I'm sure because they're redoing the entire thing that like it's just gonna play really well. And I'm sure they'll perfect and like you know add some additions and stuff to it that will probably make it like feel like more of a next gen game. I'm sure it probably ran at like 30 FPS, right? So like this, this I'm sure uh, is gonna run at like 60 and stuff like that. And yeah, I barely ran at 30. <laughs> <laughs> just chugging along. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it looks uh, good like they got me i'm getting a ps5 because it looked beautiful oh man dude i got so many goosebumps is it exclusive yeah it's playstation exclusive are you sure well i don't know about the remake but the original was a playstation exclusive so i would think that that's gonna be a playstation exclusive maybe but the Dark Souls series and stuff wasn't... Because Shadow of the Colossus was made by uh, whatever that, that studio is. That's and a, they... That was a Sony exclusive. Yeah, so it was uh, FromSoft. I mean, uh, Demon Souls. But I'm saying Sony published, at least the new one, they published uh, that game. Like when you start oh. that game, it says Sony Computer uh Right, right, right. And so was the original Demon Souls. Oh, Sony. Yeah, that was a Sony exclusive that was made by FromSoft but published by Sony. Oh. Huh. And so I would think that it's going to be the same deal in this one. Okay. I could see that annoying a lot of people now, though, since like the Souls series and all that stuff has gone multi-platform. Mm-hmm. And now like you're not going to be able to get that. That could be annoying. And that's why I was thinking Demon's Souls or Bloodborne. And we got Demon's Souls and I'm totally okay with that. I'm actually more okay with that because I like Demon's Souls a lot more than Bloodborne. 
You never finished Bloodborne, right? I did. It was fucking hard. It was the hardest one out of all of them that I've played so far. I haven't played Sekiro. Really? Because I felt like Bloodborne was the one that went like the most mainstream. Because no, because <laughs> no, it was like the timing, you know, where like it yeah. was kind of there, like when the PS4 was new and people are like looking for like cool new games and that art style was cool and you got a new console and stuff. So I feel like a lot of people that normally wouldn't have played a game like that bought it anyways just to play it because like it's the cool new shiny game. Right. It's definitely for hardcore players. Um, I would actually recommend anybody getting to the series to play Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls is child's play compared to Bloodborne. Hmm. Yeah, don't play don't play Bloodborne <laughs> as your first one. Unless you want to play that kind of style. It reminds me of a Resident Evil kind of. Speaking of Resident Evil. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty pumped about that one too. Uh, so Resident Evil Villages, and they did the same thing with Seven, where it was like Biohazard, and you're like, is it really Seven though? And then they light up like the V and two eyes to make it look like Seven, and now it's Villages, but they take the V and three eyes or whatever the I and the L's to make it an eight. Um, right. So. I guess this puts to bed all of the rumors that were popping up over the last few months of Resident Evil 8 staying in first person and continuing directly off of 7. Um, I haven't played 7, so I guess this kind of spoils something. I don't really know based on the trailer, but it looks like maybe it kind of spoils part of the ending of it or whatever. Um, But you got a person coming back from the Resident Evil series, and um, the trailer looked really cool. It looked really cool. It looked like there's a bunch of different areas. Like it looked like you got a mansion to go around, but you also have this creepy village like Resident Evil 4. Um, it looked like a good mix of like a bunch of stuff and it's staying in first person. Um, I'm glad it's in first person because that's why I liked the seventh one a lot. But what, what was the spoiler? Uh, there's a, Did you say? Well, I haven't played... Um, seven so i'm saying i don't know if the end if this trailer spoils oh I the ending so. of seven and stuff because there's would it? there's that character that shows up and blanking out on his name is it chris you mean the old guy or something no the guy at the end and he shoots the lady did you watch the trailer for it i guess not i saw some old guy there is an old guy but like at the end of the trailer this guy uh is walking like over you and you're on the ground and then he takes his gun and like shoots multiple rounds into this lady. Let me see. Resident. And that's supposed to be the, so supposed to spoil something from Resident Evil seven. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just saying, I don't know if this trailer spoils it. Like, because it seems like it's taking place directly after that game. But it was a really cool trailer overall. I really liked it. I, I didn't know it was Resident Evil at first. And it's going through all this stuff. And then there's like little hints that kind of tell you. And then I start to go like, okay, yeah, this seems like it's going to be Resident Evil. Um, how long is Resident Evil 7? Not that long. You could play be in like 15 hours. Is it? Is it scary? Maybe even less. It's fucking scary, dude. It's, just, it's But it's like a good scary. I really recommend it. See, I think that's one of the reasons why they probably stayed in first person. Because I feel like things are much scarier in first person. Because like just your 
like the point of view is right in there you know yeah it's a different experience playing the second one the remake of the second one is there that much action or is it more puzzly the seventh one uh it's a good mix i don't i wouldn't say the the puzzles aren't super hard Hmm. i don't think i just watched the trailer i don't think it spoils anything from the seventh i don't think it's continuing off the story of the seventh it looks like a completely different story are you sure because it literally starts with saying like like what's the phrase it says right at the beginning i don't remember what it said oh i thought you were just looking at the trailer i was I, I think it says something like this is his last time or something like that. Or like this is how he, he ends. Or... Oh, maybe it is. I'm reading the comments and people are referencing the main character in the first uh, the seventh one. Yeah, I would assume that the character that is that is staring up at the guy shooting the girl at the end, like that's the same character I would assume from seven. Yeah, Resident Evil seems to be killing it lately with uh, with 7 and then Resident Evil 2 Remake and then Resident Evil 3 Remake and now Resident Evil 8. And it's also kind of becoming a, an annual series at this point. Like you're just getting yeah. a Resident Evil game every year, which hopefully like they're cashing in on that now, but you don't want to get people like fatigued on it, right? Like I feel like that's what was happening with Assassin's Creed. And now this is the first time that they took like a year off and they didn't release one last year. And now they have Vikings uh, or Valhalla coming out at the end of this year. I feel like sometimes it's good to give people a break. Yeah. And then also give, you know, your studios more development time to work on some of the games. My brother played the remake of three and he didn't really like it. And he liked all the other new ones that's been coming out. But he said he beat the game in like three or four hours. Assassin's Creed really Three? No, no, no. Um, uh, Resident Evil Three Remake. Oh, oh, I thought. Uh, I thought you were so still he talking was talking about like, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I've been really debating on whether or not to get uh, Black Flags. I, I've been wanting to tr- play that game. Have you still never played Assassin's Creed Black Flag? No. Dude, it's the best Does, pirate game of all time. Like, forget about the fact that it's even Assassin's Creed. It's literally an incredible pirate game. Are there moments where you play the guy that goes in that chamber and, and lives his life as an assassin? Or is it just, like, all straight up, like, here's, you're an assassin? Oh, you mean from, like, the uh, the original ones? How, like... yeah. Like during the like in like our current time, you're like yeah yeah yeah. Um, Is there any of that in the Black Flags? There's always like a very small part of that because that's like the idea of why you're back in these characters in the first place. Um, but they've kind of gone away from that for the most part. The if. I can't remember how much of that is in Black Flag, but if there is, it's like no more than like 5%. It would just okay. be something in the very beginning or something like that. It's it's not that much. You shouldn't worry about that. That game is incredible, dude. Um, that was one of the first games that I had on the Xbox One, and I remember how incredible that looked in like the ocean 
looked so good. They had really good water dynamics in that game. And like the whole pirate thing is awesome. There's just like tons of islands. There's tons of places to explore. Like you can dive in the water and find like buried treasure and stuff. Um, the whole ship mechanic is awesome. Uh, just customizing your ship and building it up. Like it blows my mind that they haven't done that since they did do Assassin's Creed rogue, but I never played it. Um, because that was the year that they released, uh, Assassin's Creed unity. And, um, Assassin's Creed unity was like the one that they were releasing on like Xbox one and PS4 but it was exclusive to the next gen consoles at the time and they didn't want to leave their, the previous gen consoles out. So they made Assassin's Creed rogue for them. Right. And they, and Assassin's Creed rogue continued some of the pirate ship stuff. Um, but it wasn't considered nearly as good of a game, but that annoyed me cause I never got to play it cause I obviously traded in my 360 to get the Xbox one. So then I couldn't play it. So it was kind of annoying that they like separated these two games and you yeah, can get it weird uh they have remastered it since and you can get assassin's creed rogue now uh, but i'm not going to go back and play it if i'm going to go play it i'm going to play a new assassin's creed game so yeah uh but yeah totally recommend black flag even if you didn't really like assassin's creed games in the past like that would be the one where you would really like it um and even then like that's after all the updates have been made from like the original assassin's creeds and stuff so there are a lot of improvements and it's a pretty good game but I think most people consider either that um, or uh, Origins. Um, I believe it was Origins. Not Well, Origins was in Egypt. I'm thinking of the one two years ago in Rome. Odyssey. Um, most people consider either Odyssey or Black Flag their best. Uh, I have Odyssey, but I haven't one. gotten around to it. Well, the second one was great. See, I I don't know. It would be cool if they remastered like the originals, and like even the first one, right? Like take take all the stuff that you've learned about Assassin's Creed since then, but just remake the first one from the ground up, but adding in all the <laughs> ways to make it actually nah, be just good. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So Resident Evil Eight. Uh, that that looked really interesting. But again, like that's going to be on xbox as well so like that's not an exclusive right. or anything um yeah, it was kind of weird seeing that um yeah it was funny like after this like some people that work for xbox and stuff like they came out and they tweeted like hey like by the way like those games aren't like not all those games are exclusive and stuff because like you see all these right. people going like oh nba 2k 21 on ps5 looks so sick <laughs> and they're like dude like it's not only going to be on PlayStation. Like obviously, like NBA 2K isn't only going to be on PlayStation. Like, come on. Um, so, the other game that I thought looked really cool was that space one, Return or something. It's like the space one where you die, but then you go back in time before you died. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Oh, uh, with the the white lady in the spacesuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she kept going back, and she kept dying, and she kept going back, and she kept dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, looks like a really good game. What was that one called? Return something. Something like that. It it was like a a play on the word. It was yeah, like a word, yeah, yeah. and they added like an R in front of it or something. Like like 
like re returned or something. Returned to um <laughs> Yeah, that looked interesting. Um I didn't know much about it though. But the trailer okay. the trailer looked cool. Um there was another one. Uh there I think, a lot of I think it was Capcom and this one's also uh on Xbox as well. Uh it was it's Capcom's first new IP in four years. That Returnal. It was Returnal. Yeah, see, Eternal with an R, I told you. It was like, just take a word and put an R in front of it. Um, uh, Capcom, it was their first um, multi-platform game in, in four years, they said. Or sorry, first new IP in four years. And that looked really interesting. What game was it? Um, Ratchet and Clink looks sick too. Yeah, I was going to get to that because I thought that was the best okay. game shown. Yeah, that looked pretty sick. Um, uh, let's see. There's Godfall. Was it Godfall? No, Godfall is different, but I think that, that, that looked interesting cool. too. Uh, Pragmata. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't Pragma see the trailer for uh, that one. There was this like guy in like this futuristic looking space suit. Um, and then like he sees this girl and grabs onto this girl to save her from this thing that comes from space or whatever. And then he gets this green thing to wrap around him like a shield. And then they end up in like the, on the moon or something like that. I love Death Stranding. That's funny because a lot of people were saying the Death Stranding. <laughs> Uh, but I, I thought that looked really interesting. Um, of course, again, like you don't really know much about it from the trailer, but it looks cool. Right. It looks, um, but that, that one, that one's stupid. far away. They said that one's uh, 2022. Okay. So that was most of this stuff either didn't have a release date. Some of them said fall or holiday 2020. And most things were like 2021. So I, I guess since you brought up the dates now of when games are coming, the thing that annoyed me about all this is that uh, you don't know what's coming on the system when it comes out. So, yeah, this was one of my negatives. Um, like, what am I going to get as soon as this thing comes out? Because there's no games coming out as soon as it comes out. Why am I getting it right away? Yeah, so it was weird to me that they didn't say, like, if you know that a game is going to be there at launch, right? Don't say holiday 2020, say at launch. Like, maybe you don't, they don't want to promise you, something that they're not sure of. And, and I get that. And, like, maybe there was a game that they thought was going to be launched, but because of all this corona stuff, they, like, need to delay it by, like, a month and it comes out in December or something like that. You know, I get that. Um, but I, I feel like if you're doing that, you don't have to commit to a day obviously yet for the PlayStation five of when that's coming out, but it, at least say like this game will be there at launch. Cause this is the thing with like Spider-Man, right? They said Spider-Man is going to be out holiday 2020. So you're assuming that that's going to be a launch title. I would think. Yeah. Um, so, What's strange, though, is that Spider-Man is really the only big game coming out, quote, holiday 2020. Yeah. That's it. 
And that goes back to saying, why would you want one? I don't know. Unless you absolutely need to play the Spider-Man game, which I know Spider-Man was one of their biggest selling games of all time. I get it. It's super big. Um, But I'm just saying, I think that's it. If you buy this on launch day, like you're going to get all your third parties, you know, you're going to get Call of Duty and NBA 2K and stuff. Yeah. Um, But that's going to be everywhere. So like the reason to buy a PS5 on day one, I think is solely going to be Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's it. Uh, I don't think there was anything else that was super big that's exclusive that they said um, you need to purchase this on day one because you're going to get this. No, obviously they say that the games that you have on the PS4, since most of them should be backwards compatible, that you're able to run them at a better FPS and it'll look better. I think that is another reason to get the system on day one if you want to play it your current games on a better setting. Um, but we don't know if that's a, that's a thing yet. Sure. But I feel like that's an addition, right? Like that's a thing where it's like, okay, I'm really glad I can do that. But when you're going to like, would you spend and we'll, we'll get to what we think the price is going to be, but I'll just, I'll just throw out a random thing. Would you spend $500 on a new console just because you know that it's going to play the current games that you're playing a little bit better? What, but while you're waiting for like really good PS five games to come out, or would you just well, wait until those games are out and then spend the $500? And now you also get the benefit of your games playing better. That is the same thing with the Xbox. I don't see why anybody would get the new Xbox. If it's just solely to make the current games run better. Because well, no, I, I'm just basically, I, I'm just saying exclusive. at launch, I'm just saying at launch. Right, 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 right. Same thing with the Xbox. So, I think both systems are going that approach where they're saying <laughs> we're not going to have much on launch, but it's going to run your older games better. So upgrade. But that's where that's a, see, this gets back to another one of my negatives for this. Sony hasn't said anything about backwards compatibility ex- besides that one thing of saying that, yeah, yeah we're going to make some games backwards compatible. They're so, a bit fishy on it. So to be honest, that's just a, a hope. And like, we're hoping that it makes the games play better. But like we don't know because they haven't actually said anything about it. So like I wish they would have. They started off with this really cool reel of like going back to like games from the first PlayStation and then through each generation. And they had this really cool PS4 montage of like here's all the games that we've created for you uh, over the past you know seven or so years on the PS4. And then boom, they should have said, and they're all coming to PS5. <laughs> yeah, that would've been sick. Like, that's what they should have done. You had this whole reel of all your incredible games just be like, and they're coming to PS5 with better, uh, and they, they'll look better than ever. Like, that's all you had to do. Like, it's a very simple thing, you know? So that's why, I like, I'm really curious what Sony's plans are for all this backwards compatible stuff. Like, is it literally just going to be backwards compatible, but not baked into the hardware to, like, up-res everything and boost it all up on frame rates and stuff? or 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 what they've been very quiet about that and i i feel like that could have been a cool time to like do that especially since microsoft has been pushing like this backwards compatibility thing for years and they've stayed remotely quiet yeah um come on sony so yeah i don't know i i just i just thought that was kind of 
a, the thing because like people were like, what are they going to launch with as their big game? And people were saying Spider-Man is it's been too close since the last Spider-Man and it could be Horizon. But you feel like they would need at least like another year on Horizon, which Horizon, they didn't give a date at all. Like not even a year of like 2021 or anything. It was just no date at all. Um, yeah, I wish all those games that they showed off, they're like, these are the games coming on la- launch. Yeah. Like, that would have sold everybody. But like if like if Horizon was coming out on launch, 100%. Like that's great. People are going to buy that day one for that. Because um, you know for sure already that Microsoft is dropping Halo as a launch title, which is by far their biggest game, right? That would be the equivalent of like God of War dropping on on launch, essentially. Um, so you already know that they have one massive AAA launch game for sure. And we haven't seen any of their other stuff that they're coming out with yet um, until their event next month. Uh, I, I would assume that it might be a similar situation where Halo is the big thing and they'll have a couple of smaller things. I would assume that there's a Forza racing game in there um, that's also going to look incredible and probably be, again, like the best racing game ever um, and even somehow better Gran than Turismo. it is. <laughs> I feel bad for Gran Turismo because that used to be the top, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like just Forza is just so much better. Yeah. Um, and... I think there'll be a couple of other things, but I think there's going to be a lot of stuff. And I don't know if it's because of Corona or if it's just because, you know, all these places or all these companies wanted a little bit more time to work on it on their games anyways, instead of having to like meet this due date of the console launch. So I almost feel like it'd be better to postpone the launch of the console if you can't get any exclusives on launch. You would assume that they know the numbers on this stuff, though. Yeah, that's true. Because you'd have to delay it a whole year, because obviously the holidays is by far the best time to launch a console. So I don't think it hurts them releasing it earlier. Um, it just might like draw down some of the hype of, oh, there's not much to play on it, though. Um, but... uh. Yeah, so getting back to Spider-Man, the thing with Spider-Man is that it's not a, it doesn't seem like it's a full-fledged sequel. Yeah, it straight up looked like a glorified DLC. It I, I'm going to I hope it's not. I hope it's more than that, but to me it seems like one of those like halfway games, kind of like they did with Uncharted Lost Legacy. Or uh like Majora's Mask to Ocarina of Time. Like they took everything that was already created and they just kind of moved things around. I mean, maybe I was I was using the Uncharted thing because like it was like they said they originally were going to do like a campaign DLC for Uncharted Four, and then they realized it kind of was going to end up bigger than they wanted it to be, and they wanted right. to add more stuff to it. So they were like, "Oh, this kind of is just its own fully fledged game, but it's not like." as big as and and as expansive as uncharted 4 so it wasn't a full price game either it was like 40 bucks i think when it came out new um that's what i feel like this is because you can see that it still takes place in new york so they don't have to remake a whole new city or anything like that like it's still basically going to be the same city so that makes it easier Mm -hmm. and and 
it's probably why they're able to have this likely at launch because it's only been it hasn't even been two years right since spider-man it was the end of 2018 when spider-man came out yeah they're releasing a new spider-man pretty quickly yeah so that's another reason why i think this is probably smaller and i haven't played the first one but a lot of people said like today that like peter parker still has more of a story to tell and i'm assuming that's based off of how it ends so i would take it as this is like a spinoff which again is a negative to me i'm not saying this is bad i'm sure this spider-man uh miles morales game is going to be great and i thought it was really cool to see miles morales and that you get to play as him um but i do think it's a little disappointing that not only does it seem that this is like the only game that's launching with it but it doesn't even look like it's going to be a fully fledged game like if it was here's spider-man 2 then like okay yeah that's huge but it was like here's like what might be like a 10 hour spider-man game maybe i don't know they didn't really remember, they didn't really uh, give much about it but it was cool to see that open up the show basically that was the first thing to show after uh uh grand theft auto 5 do you remember that far cry game that came out that was like took place like it was like 80s looking theme? yeah uh blood it was far yeah. cry 3 blood 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 bloodborne uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh blood blood something that's what it reminds me of yeah so we'll 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 see you know that that's the thing like i'm looking for that killer thing that makes me want to say okay i was looking for the reason to pick this up on day one and i didn't see it that's my only uh, excuse. Whereas like for the Xbox, like, and this is because we, we've had, Sony hasn't said anything about the PS5 or the games. So like I was looking for like, okay, why do I need to get this on day one? Whereas Microsoft right. has been pushing for like two years now that Halo is going to launch with the new Xbox. So like I was sold two years ago, right? Like if two years ago, Sony was like, hey, uh, you know, God of War 2 is going to launch with the PlayStation, I would have said, yeah, I'm going to buy it regardless of any of this stuff because I'm going to play that day one. So, like, for me, that's an automatic sell for Xbox because I know that this insanely awesome, incredible big game is going to be there day one. And I didn't see that. And I want to play Spider-Man Miles Morales, but that's I'm not going to buy a whole new console just to play that. Right, and it's I would have like done the it PS5 for Horizon. Is not going to be there the following year. Like you could pick it up whenever that game that you do want on it comes out. Yeah, I'm just gonna ha- I'm just gonna wait for there to be like the first game where I'm like, okay, that's what I need to play, and it's only on PS5. I'm gonna get a PS5. Because whatever game you actually do end up wanting to play, excluding Halo, but between both consoles, it's it's going to come out on both of them probably. The majority of games that I'll play, yeah, are going to be third party. If it turns out you have no games that are coming out the day it launches on the PlayStation, but you have that one game that you really want to play that's coming out on the other, and plus all the other games that you want to play coming out on both, you're going to get the console that has that one game, which is Halo for you. But yeah, PlayStation didn't have that game, which is kind of a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, okay. I, I'm saying that I'm saying me. that even even for Sony fans of just like again, and I'm I'm not putting down any of the games that were shown. I'm not putting down Spider Man, 
Right. But does what seems to be like a, a half of a game Spider-Man really push you into like, I need to get this day one. I was talking to, uh, uh, I wasn't really talking to Jamie, but, uh, Jamie texted, uh, Jamie Hill, uh, texted a little earlier today. He's like, I'm getting a, he's like, I'm, I'm getting a PlayStation, uh, five when it comes out and it's going to be the first console I've ever purchased, uh, on the day it comes out. And I was, and I, I texted and I was like, really? I was like, there's nothing launching with it except for, uh, the Spider-Man game. And he was like, oh, Horizon uh, 2 isn't coming out on launch day? I'm like, no. They didn't even give a date with it. He's like, oh, then I'm going to wait. And I was like, that's me. If Horizon 2 is coming out, 100%, I'd be there day one as well. Right. Like, that's a big game where it's like, well, yeah, I need to get We don't know if it's this. coming out. If, it's, if it is or isn't coming out on launch, they didn't give a date, if, so who if, knows? If that was coming out on launch, they would have, at the minimum, said holiday 2020 maybe but maybe it is one of those games where they really aren't sure if they could have been promised that i think there's no way now that that comes out they would they would have pushed that especially for marketing and sales you can't just announce like three months beforehand on your biggest game on your launch of your console that all of a sudden the game's coming out like you need to do that that way ahead of time get those pre-orders and start that advertising you wouldn't take that risk of marketing in fact, you would take the risk of getting all those pre-orders and then disappointing people, telling them that you have to delay the game a month. Yeah, you're not wrong. But that would have gotten me to put my money down on a PS5 immediately. No doubt about it. Um, you know, so I just think that there's not like a big killer app day one like even if you go back to the original xbox right like why did people only pick up the original xbox when it came out because halo launched with it that was it and people started saying oh dude this game is really good and you're like oh but what are you, what can you play on it it's like doesn't matter what you can play you can play halo on it yeah so what you're basically buying out? it to play halo what was the f- games that came out on the xbox one and ps4 that made you get that on did you get it on day one i did um you're with me remember yeah i don't i didn't remember that was day one or not yeah uh that was uh day one and then you went home without seeing me play a game on it because there was a day one update that took forever to download and we <laughs> almost fell asleep while it was updating um hopefully that I, doesn't happen oh, you this got generation. A i got left dead rising dead, three or dead rising three yeah Dude, i would love a new left for dead but valve has said no <laughs> Um, yeah, I got left for dead three, um, which it was, it was a really fun game. It's a buggy game. Um, but it was really fun. Um, I did have an issue with the launch of the Xbox one of just like, I don't really know exactly what I wanted to get because there wasn't like a huge launch title either besides uh dead rising three. And then there was rise Oh, and that Rome game. (laughs) Yeah. Rise. Um, (laughs) And Rise was probably the one that was like the biggest game on most people's radars because it looked incredible. And then it got right. a bunch of like mediocre reviews of like anywhere between fives and sevens, basically. Um, <laughs> but I played it and I, I liked it. And it was, at the time, it was by far the best looking game I've ever played. It looked gorgeous. Um, 
it wasn't a bad game. It was just there was no, there was no, uh, there was nothing to do. It didn't the the combat didn't change, right? It was the same combat throughout the whole game. So you're just like, okay, I already know how to play this. So after level like three, and you let's say you have like seven more levels left, you're like, okay, I'm gonna be doing the same thing basically. Um, but the graphics were really cool. I actually thought the story was pretty interesting as well, just strictly from a gameplay. And the gameplay that was there wasn't bad. It just doesn't evolve and change. So right, it is what it is. Um, and sometimes that comes down to games being launch games of why they end up kind of mediocre, right? Because you have like Microsoft or Sony saying, hey, we need games when we launch this console. So you need to get your game out by the time we launch, you know, instead of giving them, you know, you know, six to six months to a year more time to like work on the game and maybe add some more mechanics to it. Instead, they're like, oh, we have to ship the game out and they might ship out something that like wasn't what they originally wanted it to be or something like that. But what were the games that were on the PS4 then? Killzone Shadowfall. Oh, say that again? Killzone Shadowfall. Oh, that's right. I forgot that Killzone was a thing. Yeah. Killzone um, and it was a... And a Infamous, a, right? Infamous. Yeah, Second Son. Yeah. So, like, I don't think either of those two games were incredible. I think, you know, most people gave him, like, eights at the highest. But... I don't, they weren't bad games at all. So like, that's a, that's okay. You have two big names at least, whether or not they're good. Isn't really the point. You at least have two big names that people know of at the time. And like that pushes people to purchase it, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, those are probably my biggest complaints though, is that they didn't give any details about like any of the other stuff that Microsoft has been pushing, uh, like all the backwards compatibility and stuff like that. Um, and then, which I'm sure they will at some point, you know, they'll just put out a random like press release like they did when they revealed the controller. Yeah. Like next month, they'll just put the, something uh, out. Um, the actual system now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, o- o- overall, I think it was fine. I just, again, the whole thing was great. I just didn't get a reason for me to be like, I need to get this day one. That's all. Yeah, it almost seemed like a, a, almost like a recap, maybe, or like, here's what you're gonna get in the next three years <laughs> with the PS5. Yeah, it was like, more like a launch window, right? Like, like you're gonna get Spider-Man now, but like, look towards the next year. I felt like that's what they're they were kind of like messaging, like look forward towards the next year, and then your lineup will really start to like fill out. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ratchet and Clank. I almost forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that game looks sick. Okay, I thought Ratchet and Clank uh, was the best game shown, um, like actual like gameplay wise. Um, besides, you know, Horizon, which wasn't really much gameplay; it was mostly just a trailer. Um, I thought uh, that was a very good looking game, and Microsoft has been like pushing the whole like this is why you need the power you know like this is what direct x ray tracing will do look how fast the loading times is look how fast like we're switching between games and stuff like they've been like really focusing on why the console improves 
like your game experience. Sony didn't really do any of that today, right? Like they didn't say like, here's this game and like, here's Horizon 2. And because of the PlayStation drives, like you can uh, hop around the world without loading at all. Like if you want to quick travel to the other side of the map, it happens immediately, right? Like that's a big thing where you're like, oh, that's game changing. I don't have to wait 45 seconds to fast travel. They didn't do any of that, whereas Microsoft's really been like trying to tell people like this is what you get out of the power. Um, so that's why I liked this trailer for Ratchet and Clank because I thought it was the only trailer that legitimately showed like this is what you can do with like these super fast solid state drives and stuff. Um, so the trailer and this game, I guess, focuses on like going between worlds, and in the trailer, there's like this section where uh you you keep going from like one world to another world to another world but it's like seamless like yeah. you hop into this like portal area for like a second or two and then you jump right into like this whole new world and everything's loaded and there's like crazy explosions and everything and i was like that's what you could have done to be like and this game really takes advantage of our super fast solid state drives to continuously just immediately like create all of these worlds without you having to like sit through loading times or anything like that. That's exactly what I thought with that return game with the astronaut. Like it looked like, like you're when you die, you're not going to have to see a loading screen. Yeah. Uh, like it seemed like once you die, you, you, the game's just going to continue and you don't have to worry about a loading screen. So yeah, I, I think they did a really good job showing off what, the new console will be able to kind of do without telling or saying how it's going to work. Yeah. And I, I I just thought ratchet and clank was the best example of that. And not only that, but I thought the game looked pretty good. And now it makes me want to go back and play the remake that came out a few years ago. Yeah. I haven't played any of them. Yeah. I think it's on sale right now for like 10 bucks. And I thought about buying it because it's a PlayStation, uh, uh, greatest hits or whatever it is where they're like 20 bucks but it's on sale right now for like 10 and I was like uh-huh. man I really want to play that but then like Last of Us is coming out I don't yeah, think it's that long of a game, game but I, I recommend Gig Show of the Colossus if you want a quick game yeah I, want, I gotta get that too because yeah, everyone tells us it's, a, it's like Zelda right kind of you have a horse you have a sword and you have a bow and you kill 13 bosses and that's the whole game it's a great game. <laughs> but like is it an action game or like are you fighting the boss or are you like just climbing the boss? You know like that's You're what doing I... both. You have to figure out its weak points and it's kind of a puzzle solving game but there's no puzzles to solve other than finding out the enemy's weak points. And there's a couple of them that's going to annoy you like you'll just be like wandering around the boss and like waiting for the this guy to give you like a hint. He'll just like uh, I think it's the voice of uh, Iroh in the, La- uh, the Last Airbender. Okay. Have you watched The Last Airbender? You better have. Um, th- there's only three seasons of it. Yeah, I, I could have sworn as a kid it was a lot longer. And then yeah, I, I could have it. sworn like, as oh. a kid that it was like you know like an eight season show or something like that. <laughs> like everyone's always talking about it, and you're just like, yeah, it's still on. <laughs> but it's like, no, there was only three seasons, and that was it. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard a lot of great things about, um, Shadow of the Colossus. 
And yeah. I think that's pretty cheap now too. You play get it for twenty bucks if it's not on sale. Yeah. Um Yeah, God, that's a good st- game. Stupid backlog. Yeah, stupid backlog. <sighs> stupid backlog. That's why I don't buy games on sale anymore. Even if it's a game that like I want, unless like I know I'm gonna play it right then and there, I'm not gonna get it because I'm just gonna end up paying money on something I'm not gonna end up playing. Like well, I have I mean, so many games. I have for, so many games that I did that for and I just never ended up playing it. I'm like, this is how you they get money off of you. They put it on sale and you buy all these games for, that are on sale and then only play like half of them. Well, for for PS4, the only games in my backlog are Spider-Man and Until Dawn. Dude, maybe you're going to have a different opinion on that Spider-Man being on launch if you played the Spider-Man game. Like, maybe you'll play it and be like, okay, now I'm pumped for that Spider-Man game. No, no, no. I said I am. I just, because I think it's like a half game, you know, like it's not like a full on, like it's not Spider-Man 2. It seems like it's, like if you're getting Uncharted 4 at launch, you're like, oh, great, that's awesome. But if they're like, you're getting Uncharted Lost Legacy at launch, like it's, you're still excited for it, but it's not as much of a reason to be excited as Uncharted 4 is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ethan used to be into Ratchet and Clank, and the new one does take place after the remake that they did in 2016. But that was interesting too because they're both Insomniac games, so they're making the Spider-Man Miles Morales, and they're making their new Ratchet and Clank, and I'm assuming they're working on like the actual Spider-Man too. So that is a busy studio. Um, all right. Uh, is that mostly it for games? Yeah, let's see. Was there anything else? Uh, Hitman 3 was announced. That's multi-platform. There was Bug Snacks. Don't forget about Bug Snacks. Oh, there's a Square Enix game that's going to be exclusive on the PS5. Oh, I saw that. A lot of people thought that they like they've been looking at it and analyzing it. And a lot of people think that it's like a stealth sequel to Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm down. Because pe- played pe- Fifteen, people have seen, which is weird because it was the best selling one, or a very good selling one. We've had this argument. We're not going to yeah. get into it, but it, it sold a lot. It wasn't a good reviewed one though. Well, it was kind of good, but. Well, I thought it was good for mainstream. It brought a lot more yeah. like, new people yeah. into it. Um, there's this weird game called Stray, about like this, this cat. cat that like is in a world that robots live in. A lot of people were freaking out about that. It just looked okay to me because you can't really get anything out of it other than what I just said. Um, Demon Souls really did look pretty. Dude, I'm pumped for Demon's Souls and they, the music too. Oh, that gave me goosebumps because they did a they remade the music for it and it was still the same song but just done differently and it, yeah, it was really nostalgic. <clears throat> and it was just yeah, it was insane seeing it all over again. Like I wasn't expecting a complete remaster of it. I thought it was a, um, I mean a re, is it a remake or a remaster? Remake. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be a whole remake. I thought it was they were just gonna make it look prettier 
I just feel like at this point you kind of have to because it's so old. Like even if you did remaster it and you're trying to launch it on like the PS5, you know, it's going to be like, eh, like it's not going to look that great. You're going to be like this just, it's just, uh, you know, high resolution textures, but it still looks old. And especially if you want to get it to like specifically work with like the new uh, solid state drives and everything and like increase the frame rate and really make it good. Like you might as well just rebuild it from the ground up. And then you can add and like adjust features and stuff. Obviously, like I'm sure the combat and stuff has changed a lot since they've made all the Souls games and stuff. So they have more experience and they can add all those new systems into there. Plus, I'm sure they might even add some new content in there as well, like a new area or something. I hope so. Uh, to travel between worlds, it's like these pillars. I think there were five of them in the original, but there was a sixth one that was just broken. You, can, you couldn't go in there. So people on the internet we're like you gotta do this you gotta do that to get in there and it's like it was all false hmm. it's a world of the giants so i'm hoping that there's a way to fix it and go travel that world yeah so that'd be cool if they they like look at it as like a way to like kind of reinvent the not like do it like they did with final fantasy 7 but like like maybe like what you just said was something they wanted to do but like at the time they just didn't have the time for it or the technology or whatever and now they're just like okay we can go all out and do what we originally imagined or something there's a system in the game which i'm wondering how they're gonna implement it in this remake but uh so you know how in the souls game you could like invade other people yeah so like in this one you can invade people or you can help people and depending which one you do you get good points and bad points for your character but then you also make good points and bad points in like the world online. And so certain plot points and storylines would unlock if the world tendency is leaning more towards good or bad. And so hmm. you would have to like coordinate with people online to like do more good things or bad things, which was really interesting. So I'm like wondering how they're going to, if they're going to keep it the same or if they're going to change that up. I'm that sure there's really more stuff they could add time. in with that since there's more like online connectivity now and stuff. Yeah. Um, that game was ahead of its time. Going back to Ratchet and Clank real quick. So it's called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Which sounds like ripped a fart. <laughs> <laughs> which I think I think is the point. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think of that I think, at I think, all. I think it is because a lot of Ratchet and Clank titles like are puns at the end, like up your arsenal and stuff like that. Oh. And they try to make it like catchy, but also like kid friendly still, but like kind of an innuendo. So I wouldn't doubt it if they did that on purpose because most of their, their titles like do something kind of funny. Um, depart. <laughs> and let's see remedy said that control is coming to both the ps5 and xbox series x so i'm happy about that even though i still haven't played the dlc because it hasn't been three months yet still so waiting on that stupid yeah it doesn't come out on xbox until the end of this month isn't that nice i still have control to play that i'm probably never gonna play um all right 
let's get into the console. All right, the console itself. Lay it on me, Alec. Go first. Uh, so I like the design. I think it looks pretty cool. I think it's also you can make fun of it. I think it looks like a router. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a nice it does. router at that. <laughs> An expensive but, uh, router. I'm okay with it. I think uh, it's different. It's definitely their most unique system they've made. Um, I don't think it's going to be my favorite. I really like the way the PS4 is designed. Um, which I'm which okay version of the PS4? Uh, any of them, really. I, I like the original. It's, it's just a sleek, sleek system. Um, but I also like the Xbox One. The original um but even the new ones of both systems are really nice um this upcoming one xbox seems really big and playstation seems sleek and small i wouldn't say small but sleek at least i think it's, it's longer smaller. though yeah that's like what it looked like it it's seemed much like it's wider and st- yeah it's it's deeper instead of like wider like if you took the ps5 and you like squished it in from the front and the back it would probably end up being like a similar size to the xbox eh, i don't know i would have to get another look to it but i think the xbox overall is just a little bit chunkier um yeah for sure um because they didn't want to go as deep but I mean, the the main thing like we'll see like once they come out and people like will test them running games and stuff, and see how loud they are because that's all they really <laughs> need to fix with the PlayStation. Because like I said, the PS4 Pro is literally like a rocket taking off, and the Xboxes are dead quiet. So I hope Sony paid a lot of attention to that and fixed that. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at side by side pictures right now, and I, it, it does look like it's gonna be uh, smaller and thinner than the Xbox. Um, I don't know. It looks pretty cool to me. I'm looking at it right now, especially with the controller. It's a really unique design. I'm not. I'm not against it. I kind of like it. So, I think it's weird. Why do you think it's weird? I think it's weird that there's these little plastic lips sticking off the top. I 100% agree. I think that's those my least could, favorite part. Those could easily be shortened and just rounded on the front. And it just comes to a nice flat top instead of having these like antennas sticking out the top. Because even if you put it sideways and you lay it horizontally, those still pop out to the side for what seems like really no reason other than the fact that they thought that it would maybe look good in their opinion. Cause it, it kind of makes it look like devil horns or like router antennas or even like a, like a Lord of the Rings tower. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of okay with it. Um, I'm fine that it goes in like it concaves in the middle because that's what the original Xbox 360 did. Um, so that was interesting. Um, it's, I don't know, it's okay. So here's the thing. 
it looks better in my opinion standing upright than it does sideways it looks really weird sideways because both the corners of the xbox like at the bottom they cave in and at the top part they cave out and when you put it sideways the top of the console is really like awkwardly shaped so if you have it horizontal which i would have to do to act and i think most people would have to do um in order to put it in their uh, entertainment um consoles or their tv stands or whatever i think it just looks kind of strange and like if I, I'll, I'll tell you right now if i put that in my uh, my on my tv stand like it doesn't match anything and it like stands out but like i don't know I if that's a good it, thing that it stands I'm, out i don't know it's just kind of when I'm looking at side by sides with the Xbox, and when you compare it to the Xbox, I think it looks so much better because the Xbox is just kind of plain. It's just. But a that's black the point. Brick. They've been going with really minimalist designs, right? Like if you put the Xbox like at, on your TV stand or whatever, like it, it's not an eyesore. It's just like, it's just there. Whereas the PS5 is like someone's either going to be like, oh, what's that? And they're like, it's the new PlayStation. And that person's either going to say, oh, that's cool. Or they're going to be they're just going to say, like, it's really ugly. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. Whereas the Xbox, like people probably won't even say anything about it. But I don't know. I, I give them kudos for like trying something different. It. It has grown on me a little bit since I first saw it, but when it first showed, I was like, "eh." Yeah, I was kind of the same way. I, I, I at first I was like, "it kind of looks funky," um, but it, as I looked at it more, especially when I just look at it to the Xbox, like, I, I don't mind the Xbox. I think it looks fine, but uh, it's hard to say it looks better than the PlayStation. It just looks then normal. Again, I don't, like it doesn't put anyone off. Whereas, like yeah, that's not a controversial design. Exactly. Whereas this, like, there's going to be some people that are just like, "Oh, I think this is really ugly." Yeah, I sent like, you two pictures. It kind of to me looks like something where, like, you know how before consoles are released, you know, people like create their mock-ups of like futuristic-looking consoles. <sighs> But that's what I like about like, it. Like that's I what think... this looks like. But that's what I would have. I, I don't know. Like I would have liked that when I was like a kid. I would have kid. If I was a kid, dude, I would think this was the coolest looking console because just because there's lights on it. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. I think they sold me. <laughs> but like when you when you see it horizontal, right? And that's the way that I have to look at it because if I when I get one eventually, like it's gonna sit horizontal. Yeah, I sent you a picture of one sitting horizontally. Which and it, I don't think it looks that bad. Which, when it's horizontal, it does still have to be on a stand. There's a a pad underneath that it has to rest on. Right. Because, like, when it's sitting horizontal, you can see that, like, the bottom of the right side is, like, rounded. And then it kind of just has like this big opening going up to the fins on the right side when it's, I don't, it's just a little strange. I don't know. It's definitely divisive. I don't know. Um, Having said that, I think the discless version looks way better. They look exactly the same. No. 
the discless version looks way better because I think they actually get the design that they were going with originally. Uh, when you add the disk drive on, there's just uh, like this big, like, it's like there's a tumor. Yeah. It's like there's a tumor on the side of it. Like it's trying to be nice and sleek, but they're like, oh, let's just slap this drive on the side. Like in my opinion, I think the discless version is what they originally designed. And then the version with the disk drive is like what they're making just so people don't get mad. And they're like, they have a version so they can still get physical discs. Right. Which sucks because it's like, that's the one I feel like you would want mostly, but that's the one that in my opinion looks the worst. But I think also the one with the disk drive probably makes it stand better vertically. I mean, uh, horizontally because you have a a larger base there for it to rest on with the disk drive. Whereas the version without the disk drive, now it's oblong on both sides. But yeah, I think the version without the disk drive looks way better. It's much more sleek and you don't have this gross like tumor looking disk drive that they just slapped onto the side of it. Yeah, I agree. I didn't um, notice that originally. Yeah, so that was also a surprise. No one saw that coming. They were like, oh, here's an all-digital version. Um, they're not the first one to do this. Uh, Microsoft did this. You can get an Xbox One S right now. Uh, I think they put it out uh, a year or two ago as an all-digital version, and it looks the exact same as an Xbox One S, but there's no disk drive in the front. It's the same size, same color, same look and everything. There's just no disk drive. Um, and because of that, it's $50 cheaper. Now, is that worth it to you to get an all digital version with no disk drive for $50 less? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like at this point it almost is. I don't remember the last time I bought a disc game. I haven't bought a disc game since, uh, uh, I can't remember. I think I got Soul Calibur 6 for my birthday two years ago. But it, it's not something I go out, out of my way to get anymore. Hmm. Everything's digital for me. So I think the digital version exists for two reasons. One, I think they know that the PS5 is going to be very expensive and I think this is almost bad news in that sense <laughs> because otherwise if it wasn't too expensive they would just put a disk drive in all of them and I think that by immediately offering people a version of it without a disk drive is them trying to make sure that like they can get some of that shock and awe like out of people's minds were like the version see i i don't know i i want to say that because they released this at they're going to release it at the same time without a disc one um i think that it's going to be pretty expensive like i kind of see the ps5 being 500 or 600 dollars now and like the disc and like the discless one being like 500 Right. And like, that's your way of like now convincing people to pay $500 for it. Cause it's like, oh, well you could pay 600, but 
it's really 500 and like the end goal right would be to actually want you want people to purchase the digital version because if they purchase the digital version now how do they get games only through the playstation store and that cuts out all the retailers right so if someone buys a game for 60 dollars off of the playstation store they get the full amount of money they don't have to give a cut to gamestop or walmart or target rest in peace so they get more money out of that so even if like like they could sell the digital version for probably way less as a lost leader like they lose money on it on purpose just to make sure that like people have to now only buy games online on that console and they get more money through that which is how most consoles uh, makers make the money anyways is through the software I don't know. 600 bucks sounds like a bunch of money for a system. I don't know if they're going to do a $600 system. Would you say 400 and 500 then? Well, it depends how much the disc is worth. I don't think it's even like, is it going to be really a hundred dollar difference? I don't think it would be because that disc drive alone is not worth a hundred dollars to put in. Not even close. So but we're I, talking I think maybe I think the goal is to show consumers that there is a much cheaper version and that's the version that you really ultimately want them to purchase anyways. Dude, then I would do like a $300 discless version and then a $900 disc version. Well, I mean, it's not going to be that Pick one motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause that's the thing, right? Is that like, even if you're purchasing it, like I would want the, if this was going to be my only console, I would get the disc one because it's like that. That's also like your DVD player, right? Like if someone has a DVD, like that's how so you play your DVDs. So here we go again. I don't remember the last time I either A, bought a DVD or B, played a DVD. I've literally cannot recall the last time I've ever put a DVD in anything. Sure, but here's another thing. Uh, like on the Xbox for backwards compatible games, you put the discs in and you get it. How do you use your backwards compatible games on this all digital version? You don't like, because PlayStation is not backwards compatible. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you have all these P- uh, PS4 games and let's say that they released a big list of like all these backwards compatible games, but then they go, oh, you have to get the disc version for them to be backwards compatible. Cause like, how do you prove that you own these games when there's no disc drive for them to read there it? There would to be show no that point you own because it? like, even for me right now, I don't have any discs. So if they, if they announced that the PS five is backwards compatible, if you had the disc, that'd be the dumbest thing ever. Like they wouldn't do that. If it's going to be backwards compatible, yeah, but it's going to be for through you. digital. I think, I think I'm like, not the, the majority, minor. the majority of the big triple a games that, that I've, played on my xbox i have those discs i think you're the minority though in that i think the majority of people don't buy discs anymore i don't know if i would say the minority i think a lot of people still buy discs i think seal sales are obviously down a lot but then like it puts it see this is the thing about like the future of like if you go all digital is that like there's currently competition right with like sales and selling games and stuff and like oh you want them to purchase it through the playstation store so you offer more sales to lower the prices because like GameStop might have a game where they're selling it for half off or something. 
But if you take out those stores of those competition sales, now you're fully reliant on the sales from the PlayStation store. And you can get stuck in a situation like maybe Nintendo where they don't drop the prices as much. And they theoretically get more money because they cut out the middleman and they could be they have less competition and reasons to lower prices. Well, their competition would be outselling the other gen, uh, the other consoles. So if Nintendo's always having their prices set at 60 and they say, hey, all our games are going to be 50, that's going to incentivize people to get a PlayStation over a Nintendo. But I'm just, I'm just saying they're their own games. Like if you're going to play Last of Us, it's only on PlayStation, but they'd prefer you to download the game over purchasing it from the store. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like in the future, if you cut out those, comp- like let's say everyone purchases, 100% of people purchase the all digital version. That means no one's purchasing PS5 games in stores. No one. So people can only buy them on the online store. So that means you're fully reliant on the online store with no competition. So they don't have Um, to have as many sales because they know that you can't possibly get the game anywhere else. Well, I just think that's just going to breed different competition. I think then it's going to be people thinking, well, why should I even get a console that has games so high priced when there's Steam so I might as well get a PC instead. Like, I think there's going to be other competitions that's going to arise from it. Maybe, but that's why I was using the exclusives as an example. Or maybe it's going to be different stores. I don't know. I don't know how that would be a thing, but other ways of downloading the game other than having to go to the PlayStation store to get the PlayStation game. I doubt they would ever allow that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, So what, what's the pricing structure that you think it'll, it'll launch at then? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if they would do a whole hundred dollar difference between the discs, but after you, put in that perspective i kind of see it now um like they they would lower it on purpose and lose money because they want you to purchase that right because now it ties you completely into their ecosystem you can't buy used games you you can't try a game from someone else and just borrow their game you have to always purchase a game from playstation that's it so here's what i think i think their high point i think the one with the disc will be 500 and the one without it will be 400 Okay. I don't think they're going to go the 600 route. And then if I think it's a $50 difference, I think they're going to do 500 and 450 Okay. So the only reference we have, like I said, was the Xbox One S, which is a $50 difference. It's $50 cheaper, and you don't get the hard drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the disk drive. If it's only $50, I'd probably just get the disk drive just because like, it doesn't hurt just to know that like in the future if for whatever reason like you need that disk drive or like you need a dvd player or something like what i would like to see there what i would like to see is that if you end up not getting the cd one have it priced the same as with the cd but include an ssd hard drive well they they all have an ssd hard drive no no but an external one 
Oh, you mean an external disk drive? Uh, not to read a disk, but to, you know, just memory. Well, see, that's what I was. That's another thing because they literally didn't say the sizes of these, um, or anything. Um, they did say yeah. at the GDC one that the system's going to come with eight hundred and twenty-five gigabyte uh, solid-state drives. Right. Um, which I think that kind of sucks that they didn't make it a full terabyte. To be honest. Yeah, I, th- I agree. Especially bullshit. since they're, you know, that like at least like 75 per or 75 gigabytes of that is going to be like reserved for system space and stuff. It's literally going to be like five games. It, it basically, I mean, when you have like call of duty, especially when you add like all the extra textures and stuff that these games are going to support, like they're just going to get bigger. Um, but I was wondering if maybe they're going to be the same price and you get the the disc version with 825 gigabytes but you have the discs so it's faster to like install games and stuff if you have to delete them so they give you a smaller hard drive and then maybe the discless version it's the same price but they give you a larger hard drive with it well yeah that's what i'm thinking i th- i think they should do that either make it a larger hard, uh, hard drive but i don't think they're going to do that i'd rather have them include a external hard drive they can't well they need to it can't be a regular external hard drive like a usb one because those don't um work with the solid state drives and stuff it i know ruins, it's, it ruins they were the talking games about and stuff playstation um, having their own proprietary ssd external hard drives so they haven't shown could, anything but microsoft did they had like those seagate one terabyte ssd uh cards and i'm right. sure sony will have something like that that's what I think needs to be included with the discless one. But then it likely wouldn't be cheaper. That's fine. Make it the same price. I'm just saying include it. I, yeah. I, I'm just wondering that. I would lean more likely that they're trying to make it a cheaper version because they want to officially like lock people into the PlayStation Store 100%. Yeah, I th- I could see that. I didn't I didn't see it in that perspective. Yeah, I think it's a that. straight up money grab. Because now no, you can't share a game, and people well, can't purchase like, them elsewhere. Why, why stop yourself at a hundred dollar difference? Why not say here's a four hundred dollar system and here's an eight hundred dollar system with a disc? Pick one. <laughs> like one that just totally incentivizes everybody to just get the one without the disc. I mean, yeah. But then you're going to make a lot of people angry that do want the disc. And I think that's the only reason why the disc version exists, to be honest, is because they don't want to make people angry. They don't want people to freak out and be like, oh, my God, you're not going to let me get discs like I love physical media, especially for people that like collector's editions and stuff where like you have to buy the physical versions. Like you can't get that stuff digitally. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I wouldn't after seeing this, I feel like Xbox is gonna purposefully sell their console at a loss. And I think they were already planning to because Phil Spencer already said previously that he's talked to like, you know, the head of Microsoft and everything, and he told him that like he has the freedom to like make the decisions for like 
the pricing structure for what's best for the company. And everyone knows that just like printers, you can get a printer for $50, but then it's $100 to replace the ink. It's a loss leader. You sell it and it's super cheap and you're doing it just so the people purchase it, but you make the money off of the ink, not the printer. And that's the same thing with consoles. Right? right, People only buy a console once, but they will spend thousands of dollars on the games. And that's where you're, that's where the money is. And the services like Xbox Live and PlayStation Network and stuff. So, yeah, I think... I don't see it being cheaper than 500 At least for the, the disc version. Um, I would even, I don't know, maybe I'd go like 550 and 450. I was kind of thinking of that too. I think 550 and 450 would be pretty good. Because then you can compare it to like the PlayStation 4, which launched at 400. And it's like, this is way more powerful than the PS4 and stuff. And it's launching at 450. Like, that's not a bad deal. And then if you want the disc drive, you can pay 550, which is just really obnoxious for people that like still like physical media. Or if they say that, like, if you want your PlayStation four games to play on here, then you also still have to like use the disc or something like that. In which case that's going to make a lot of people angry. Cause remember when the PS three launched, that's what they did. They said you had to buy the more expensive $600 version to get backwards compatibility with PS three. Right. I mean, PS two, <laughs> like how ridiculous was that? They were like, yeah, the cheaper version doesn't come with like, I guess the software, the computer chips inside to, to read PlayStation two discs. And which sucked because a lot of people didn't know that, like just normal average consumers and they bought a PS three, the cheaper one, then they go to play their PS two games and it says it can't read it. <laughs> and you're like, what is this nonsense? And they're like, well, if you paid a hundred dollars more then you could play them dude i remember one the ps3 that i got the first one it was backwards compatible but we only had it for like a week or two for, for I, could, I don't remember what happened to it we had it only for like a couple of weeks and then we had to turn it in um because maybe something went wrong with it it was like broken and so they gave us uh the new version from gamestop and so they were telling us how it's better. And then I put it in my PlayStation 2 game and it didn't read it. <laughs> I was so sad. Yeah, because it was only the launch. It was only the more expensive launch ones that even had it. Once they so were weird. like, oh, we really need to drop the price and stuff because they're not selling it all. They completely got rid of the backwards compatibility stuff. That was a weird phase. Yeah, dude, that that was bad. Um. yeah um, having said all that I would prefer to have a version with the disc um, but because the Xbox is going to be my main console for like all third party stuff and whatnot, and I'm going to have one that's coming with a disc for sure 100% or a disc drive and that's a 4K Blu-ray drive as well so yeah, I would think I would think for you that as playing only basically first party PlayStation games that maybe the discless one might be better for you. Yeah. 
So that's probably the one that I will get when I get one because I'm gonna have a 4K Blu-ray player on my Xbox Series X kind of just like I do now because the Xbox One X has a 4K Blu-ray player and the PS4 Pro is just a regular Blu-ray player, um, which was a big knock on it for a lot of people because you're like, how does like Sony invented Blu-ray? Like it's literally their thing. Um, but yeah, so the Xbox Series X is going to have a, a 4K Blu-ray drive. So that's not going to be an issue for me. So because of that, when I do get a PS4 or sorry, a PS5, I will likely be getting the the discless version, the all digital version. Um, pretty much all the PS5 games that I have are discs. In fact, all of them are, I think. See, I, I saw a tweet, and this is where it gets difficult, right? I saw a tweet saying, um, I can't wait until people purchase um, a PS5 for their kids this holiday season with a bunch of games and then the kids open it up and realize that they can't play any of the games because they got the discless version (laughs) and now they have all these games they can't play and I was like that's so true like that's going to be a like average people aren't going to understand that like what's going on they're going to be like here's this console and here's this game Maybe they're going to start having just uh, codes uh, codes in them, yeah. But then what's the whole point of the disk drive at all? Still play your movies and maybe backwards compatible games. I don't know, because then that would be a huge issue for people that have really slow internet connections or data caps. Yeah, that's true. To have to download the full game off of the internet every single time. Well, you can still have a disc um, and the digital code. But now you have two copies of it, and I could buy the game and then give the the disc to a friend of mine that has the disc version, and but, now uh, I can get hear two me copies. Out. Hear me out. So when you put the disc in and you're ready to download the game, it's going to ask you for the the digital copy code and that's how you download the game it's not gonna be online though it's still through the disc but to access the disc you have to put in the code what and now it like now the code is locked to that disc yeah i don't know that sounds see that starts to sound like the stuff that microsoft was doing originally with the xbox one Yeah, kind of like that. And I don't think Sony wants to get into that because then they know how like bad that went for Microsoft. See, it, like the all digital version makes sense for, for Xbox, right? Because they're trying to do Game Pass. So you literally just buy an all digital version. You get Game Pass and that's it. You live off of Game Pass. You can still download other stuff, but the main point is to like pair it with Game Pass. Whereas Sony is just, and I mean, they get the same benefits too of like locking you into the the network and you can't buy Xbox games elsewhere or buy used games or whatever. But Sony hasn't like shown any of like their 
commitment, right? Like if they came out and said, we're doubling down on PlayStation now, every PlayStation exclusive that comes out from here on out is going to debut also same day that it comes out on PlayStation now for the same $10 a month. Like that's literally what Xbox does. And then it's like, okay, now I'm fine with getting like this digital version because I know that for my $10 a month, I'm going to get to play every main game that I have this PlayStation for anyways. And you don't have to worry about like the pricing of certain games and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why PlayStation isn't working more on their, uh, PlayStation now and, uh, their monthly subscription services. It's not a bad. It's not that bad. It's just nowhere near as good as Xboxes. Yeah. So we'll see. And I, I think I think the Xbox is going to come in at five hundred. I think the, I think it should be six hundred, but I think they're going to come in at five hundred, and I think that's still going to be taking a loss. Yeah, I think they're going to be both priced at the same amount. I think they're going to be both five hundred. No, I th- I think I think uh, Microsoft is going to undercut it. I really do. At first, I thought they were going to be the more expensive one, but I think they're going to undercut them. I I I really do, especially now that Microsoft knows that Sony's launching the PS Five with a cheaper version at the same time. I think Microsoft's literally going to just going to balls to the wall and they're just going to be like, here it is. We'll see again. I think it's going to be four, 400 and 500. If they say that the Xbox is $400, I'm going to scream because that's going to be insane. But I don't, I don't see that happening because the Xbox one X was 500 when it came out. And I don't see how this could be cheaper than that, even three years later. Well, the One X had a disk drive, right? Yeah. Well, well, so does the Series X. Well, the $400 PS5 would not have the disk drive. Correct. So it'd be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see it being so outlandish that it'd be cheaper than a system that came out what how many years ago? No, no, now? no, no, no. I'm saying the Xbox Series X. If they release the Xbox Series X at 400. Oh. They could. I don't think they would. They my, my, they, the, they could. It would be an unbelievably aggressive pricing strategy to literally sell tons of them, right? Like if Sony, if the PS4 comes out and it's 450 and 500 or 450 and 550, something like that. And the Xbox Series X is literally $400 and it's more powerful in terms of just like raw power. Like, I really think that I, I know it's kind of like wishful thinking that they would go that cheap, but considering like how bad of a start they got last console generation with the xbox one i feel like they almost need something like that where they just take a bath on this console 
and their goal is just to sell as many as they possibly can, knowing that they're losing money on them, but they're growing an exponentially large amount of people through services like Game Pass, right? Like they have 10 million people paying them at least $10 every month. That's $100 million coming in every month just through Game Pass. You're going to totally make up the $100 that you lose on every console. You'll make that up in less than a year on each console sold. That's an incredible turnaround time. And that's not even including the other games and stuff that they're still going to purchase from third parties for full price and whatnot. Whereas Sony doesn't really have that that structure. Like, they have PlayStation now, sure, but they're not pushing it as hard and it's not as good of a service yet as uh, Xbox Game Pass is. So, what do you think if PlayStation ends up being 500 do you think Xbox would do 450 or do you think they would go 400? See, this is why it's so interesting that I don't know if these pricing structures are already preset. I'm sure they have a ballpark estimate of what they would like to charge. I think safe to say it's between 400 and 600. For sure. I, I think that's the safest range. But as I'm getting closer into this, I think 600 is too much and they know it. I think 500 is like the perfect price point where it's like, yeah, it's a new expensive console, but it makes sense because of like the tech that you're putting in here. 400, they're straight up losing a ton of money on every console, but they just want to sell a ton of them. But that would be insane. If they came out at 400... Do like with Halo. Like I, I don't know. I, I just I see that being very hard for a lot of people to turn down, especially parents shopping for their kids on the holidays, and they go, "Oh, the Xbox is cheaper. Okay, I'll get that one, and it says it's more powerful. All right." I don't know if it will, but I just, I wouldn't doubt it with how aggressive Microsoft has been. I'm just curious as to who announces their price first and how that impacts the other company that hasn't announced their price yet. At this rate, I think it's going to be Xbox because PlayStation has been really slow about doing anything at this point. But you, you can't get pre-orders until you announce a release date and a price. So, whenever they want to start collecting free money, I think the they know, know that most people right now don't have the money to pre-order a new gaming system. They should have released the price and release date back in like March and when people yeah. or April when people were getting their stimulus checks. <laughs> they should have done it. Um, especially because apparently I'm reading that like things are only going to get worse with the economy. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, more people are getting back to work, but. Like last month, a bunch of people went back to work. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Um, I have. I've had a stop in traffic now. Oh God, I'm sorry. It sucks. It's been it fun. Sounds terrible. 
Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I think I think it's gonna be five hundred, but I would absolutely love to see them just be like we don't care about Sony. We know we're gonna lose money on this, but we're dropping it to four hundred. Right? And Everybody, then it's up to Sony eventually to drop the price of theirs. It's no longer because this was well, the opposite of what is, happened. Think... This is the opposite of what happened uh, this past generation. Xbox came out; it was five hundred, and then literally uh, the, the later that day, Microsoft or Sony goes, "Oh, well, ours is four hundred. They that hundred dollar difference for the casual gamer is huge. That like not just was... people that are going to buy either version just because, like, you know, they're big fans of both uh, of both." Uh, consoles and they're going to buy both of them anyways and stuff just for the average person that's just like yeah i want to go play fifa or i want to play madden or nba 2k or call of duty both of them play both of those games or all of those games but that's what the discless ps5 is going to be it's going to be at 400 with the xbox series x whatever it's called if it ends up being 400 like they're going to end up being priced around the same amount no matter what so that's what I was wondering before. Remember how there was all the rumors about how there's like a less powerful Xbox uh, Series X, like that's going to come out at a cheaper price point, but it's going to be like it's going to have the same like features, but just be less powerful. Yeah. So there's been nothing spoken of that. I'm wondering if those rumors are somewhat incorrect and maybe it's just a version of the Xbox Series X, but without a disk drive. I was thinking the same thing, too. Because then you could also, again, lower the price of that console even more without even having to change like the shape of it and stuff, just not having the disk drive and whatnot. And you could lower that as well. But it the rumors were saying that it's going to be cheaper because it has less power and stuff. It could be a new version of whatever the current console is right now. What what do you mean? The Xbox One X or whatever. So that's what I was wondering too. I was like, the Xbox One X, like overall, is just a really like beautiful, awesome piece of technology. Like if you're a fan of technology, it's just like literally like the epitome of like like a beautiful piece of like technological art. It's just really nice. It's probably the nicest console ever created. I'm just being honest. Um, and I was wondering if they just dropped that to like 250 bucks and the thing has like six teraflops, which is like half as powerful as the new Xbox, but like, it's still obviously better than the basic versions of like the current generation consoles. Like that's what I was thinking, but then it's still completely all different, like architecture and stuff that's running off the original Xbox one. And it doesn't have the solid state drives and all that stuff. So it'd still be a much lesser version of the game. It wouldn't be a game with all the same features, just, you know, a lower resolution. It would like actually be like essentially people making a game for the Xbox one in order to put it out on that, you know? Right. So that, that, that's the only issue with that. It just, which kind of sucks because like it's such a nice console that I wish it was able to like be around for a longer period of time. All right, let's wrap it up. Julie's falling asleep. Uh, so am I. We're it's 1 a.m. here. So uh, 
Yeah, overall, um, I thought it was a good event. Um, a couple of disappointments. I, th- I thought a lot of people were just like thinking that th- this was great. I think when you I come mean, off of a disappointing Xbox event, exactly, like th- it's very easy for this to look really good. Agreed. I think with that coupled with PlayStation's last event, that it looked really amazing. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, they were able to put their own like exclusives in here and stuff. Whereas Microsoft specifically said like, there's no exclusives in here. We're saving them all until uh, July. So, and we July, didn't think they were going to show off their console and they did. So that was, I think the biggest surprise to me, it was <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> like the games were cool and stuff, but I was like, at the end of it, they kept like doing all these like weird bubbles and stuff with all of the characters of the PlayStation controller and whatnot. And I was just like, okay, you're going on for this for so long. You've got to show it. I was like, just bring the console out of all these bubbles and stuff. And then they actually did it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, uh, sort of, it's okay on the design, but um, yeah, I'm glad they did. I was hoping for, once they showed the console, I was hoping for a, a, a release date and a price or at least like a, a month or something like that, you know, but um, yeah, overall exciting event. Um, and they did say they'll, you know, release more information and stuff as the weeks and months go on. Um, so yeah, uh, fun, fun time to kind of like give us a sort of semi E3. Like if this was E3 this week, then we probably would have gotten this exact same event essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. So now we just play the waiting game for Microsoft's next month. And then uh, whenever Nintendo decides to release their direct, which they'll usually announce literally like three hours beforehand. <laughs> it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> The rumors are that they did push it back into July as well because of the Corona stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that. But we've got PlayStations down and I guess uh, two more to go next month. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts? No, I think compared to their last thing that they showed off and Microsoft's uh, conference, what was it last week or two? Um, it seemed pretty well. I mean, I'm not disappointed in any way. Well, I mean, a couple of little things, but I think it was a good overall. Yeah, agreed. All right. Uh, so we are going to go to bed now. Um, sleepy time. Yes, sleepy time. Uh, and with that, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, we don't need to sign off. We're just going to go. Let's go to bed, Alec. <laughs> Not together, but you know. Together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye.